begin recording. Saturday, March 5th, 2061, 11pm, Eternia, Sector 3, Sub-Level 5. Lament of the Neon Sun, an epic poem by Lana Savinsky. Verse 2, Exodus and Drowning. When the floodwaters engulfed the earth, there was but one vessel that broke the horizon. It was the ark. Its captain was Noah. God had commanded him to gather two of every animal. He put them in cells below the deck of his ship. They were very unhappy. No beast can find happiness in confinement. But no one spoke of escaping. No one thought of escaping. No one except for one particular giraffe. She conspired with a certain raccoon, who incidentally reminded her of her late father, to leave the ark and swim out to the land. Late one night, they picked the locks of their cells and snuck out onto the deck of the ark. They looked out into the black, and a moment of doubt flashed between them. Just then, a gust of wind blew them both into the water. It was freezing cold. They were so happy they did not care. They were free. They were together. They began to swim. By morning they had both frozen to death. But what God sang out as his tears fell into the ocean was this. Exodus might be the death of you, but it's worth a try.
it up one more time for the Beats Master, the Professor, and Duran. Boys and girls, the baddest boy band on the pyramid, the High Council of Bang Bang, the Vents. God, that was incredible! Oh, I can't believe we backstage passes! Can you believe it, Katie? Katie? Katie, are, are you okay? Oh my god. That was incredible. Oh my god. What did you think of it, Steve? It was okay. Okay? Don't you mean, like, mind-blowingly incredible? It was okay. Wait a minute, are you jealous? Oh my god, that's so cute! I don't know what you're talking about. You don't have to be jealous, Steve. Oh. Rose, get a room, you two. Oh, are you jealous now, Katie? Do you need a kiss, too? Yeah, you two should totally kiss. Oh, Steve, you wish. Come on, let's go backstage. It's over here. Excuse me. Excuse ah, me. Still can't Excuse believe me. it about Melvin. Sorry. Excuse me. I'm being a terrorist and all? You always seem like such a dork. Well, you know what they say. It's the dorky ones you have to watch out for. They don't say that. Whoa, 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 whoa. You kids got passes? Yep. Here you go. One, two, and three. You kids over 18? What does it look like? Enjoy your night. Oh my god, look over there, it's Duran. Which one is that? The lead singer, stupid. Come on, let's go talk to him. Oh my god, should we? Uh, yeah. Why do you think we have these passes? Come on. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Hi, um, Duran? Yeah, baby, that's me. What's the ruckus? And who's your friends here? Well, uh, this is Steve, and this is Katie. Uh, 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 hi. So, we are like the most gigantic fans, and we just wanted to tell you what a great show that was. Uh-huh. Listen, why don't we go back to my apartment? Oh, well, yes, I mean, he's not my boyfriend or anything, so. What? What, Steve? You're the one that said you didn't want to do labels. Yeah, but that was before the Bang Star invited you to his apartment. Whoa, chill geezers. Everyone's invited, of course. You seem like a really mellow guy, Steve. I do. Very mellow. So what about it, Katie? What do you say we play this joint? That's a yes. Shiny. Just let me get my coat. I'll be back in two shakes. Of course, take your time. Right then. Those ones are a little young. Even for you, Duran. I'll butt out of my fun, you wet blanket, you. Don't forget we have that TV spot in a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. Just mess me half an hour before. I'll be there. I shouldn't have to mess you a half hour before, Francis. Oh, Ray, don't call me that in public. Ta. Ciao, Larry. Beatsmaster! Yes, Beatsmaster, of course. Good night. Make sure he gets home safe, will you, Ray? I'll take care of it. 
Just like I take care of everything. Taray. You kids ready? Yeah! Was that the professor? Yes, it was. Why was he so pissed? Uh, he's just upset. His brother died recently. Tragic, really. Come on, let's go. So, Steve, tell me, do you work out? You seem like a sportsman. Well, uh, I'm the captain of the tackle ball team. Fascinating. Cindy, do you find that sexy? <laughs> what a chance sucking soy bag. Am I right, Larry? Uh, you mean Duran? He's nice. I know, Larry. I'm just sad is all. You sad, Ray? Yeah, Larry. I'm sad about my brother. He died, right? Yeah, Larry. He was shot to pieces last night. Remember? Oh, yeah. What was his name again? Chuck, Larry. His name was Chuck. You know he built the first synth I ever played? I was nine. He was six. Six years old building synths. I mean, just imagine what he could do if... My dad was so drunk when it happened. He slept through the whole thing. They told me the fugitive woman cut him up with a sword, but my dad says the place was riddled with bullets. And now they got my mom and dad locked up somewhere for protection, questioning, they said. The whole thing stinks, Larry. You catching my drift? Uh, yeah, Ray. Then what happened? You know what the weirdest part is? I heard on the news that the kid with her was Melvin Hencheck. He was Chuck's best friend, man. I'm telling you, the whole thing stinks. Yeah, right. It really stinks. I catch the drift. Are you still sad, Ray? Yeah, Larry. I'm still sad. When we last were with our heroes, Sarah and Melvin were falling down the second tentacle, desperately hoping to catch a freighter on its way down to the surface so that they will not be crushed by the gravity of the largest remaining shard of what once was Earth. They have been falling since we left them, for it is a long journey down to the surface. He was my best friend, you know. I can't believe he got shot for us. I mean, he got shot a lot of times. Melvin, I'm sorry about Chuck. He was... Did you hear that? Hear what? There's a freighter coming. Shit! Are we falling fast enough? What do we do? Get to the sides of the tunnel. I'll take the right, you take the left. How? Just wiggle your way over there! Okay. Good. Alright, now when it comes, grab onto whatever you can. I really feel more comfortable if there was a more specific plan. Chauncey! Tell him exactly what he has to do. Go up there, young stallion. Nut up, little squirrel. Stop being a little bit. Got it, Chauncey. Thank you. Here it comes. Steady. Steady. Now. Sure, but I know I'm not dead. I can't hear you. I can't hear you either. 
Field Marshal Hawkeye, sir? What is it, soldier? Did you hear that, sir? It sounded like something hit us, sir. Probably just smacked some floating garbage, son. Happens all the time. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. It's just that I've never been on one of these pneumatic freighters before, sir, so... If you don't mind me asking, sir, how long do you think it will be before we land on Global One, sir? Okay, you men, listen up. We'll be landing soon, and when we do, we're going straight to work. C-Squad, you will set up base camp at 39 degrees north, 94 degrees west. That's about a click east from where we touch down. B-Squad will begin searching the area north of the camp. A-Squad takes the south. We're looking for viable military targets, as well as entrances to any tunnels. Is that understood by everyone? As you were. As they zoom down the pneumatic tentacle, clutching to the freighter for dear life, our attention is drawn in the other direction. Back up through the transpo hub in the underbelly of Eternia. Drifting through a hallway, we see an open door. Inside is a still smoky room, littered with twisted and broken machinery. The remains of the central control module for the so-called puppet ships. Chief Technician Hugo Jowitz is attempting to clean up the mess. Come on, you little chent. Fire. Scheiße. Fire. 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 Extinguishers on. Fire extinguished. Hello, Hugo. Oh, hello, Lana. How is it going so far? Not great. This place has blown up pretty bad. Most of the hardware has to be replaced. So this room controls all of the slaves on Global One? Most of them. So when it blew up, was anyone fleet? The backup systems took over for most of the puppet ships, but there were some subjects we lost track of. How many? Still working on that one. Did you hear? They already pulled a prototype of our assassin ship. They're doing a test tonight. Amazing what you can accomplish when Boss Kavanaugh decides to make it so. Listen, you go. Um, can I talk to you about something? Uh, sure, Lana. Have a seat. You go. Has it ever occurred to you that what we are doing is evil? What? Lock door. Door. Lock door. about and why are you talking about it here don't you know that people get sent down to the surface for descent like that you go did you ever think about going down to global one on purpose you mean the desolate wasteland below us the site of the biggest slave colony in history no i haven't considered vacationing there we could make a camp you go we could what could we do Join the revolutionaries? Us being slave masters? Don't you think they would be inclined to kill us? I'm tired, you go! I'm tired of being afraid. I need to get out of here soon. Would you like to go with me? Dr. Kapowski, we're ready to begin the test. All right, let's go. 
testing facility 51X. Access restricted. Welcome, Dr. Kapowski and Brian. These are the test subjects, Doctor. Where am I? What's going on? Who are you people? <gasps> don't touch me! Stay away! Please don't! Stop looking at me! What's my name? I can't remember my name! Brian, who are these people? Untethered. Their chips were shorted out by the explosion. We've just brought them up from the surface. How many like these are out there? It's hard to say. Our tracking system was severely damaged in the explosion. Agents on the surface are reporting numbers in the hundreds. Good lord, I told her not to go cowboy before she entered the disconnection protocols. What was that, Doctor? Nothing. Let's get started. Is the hardware prepped? Yes. The interface is quite user-friendly. Lana and Hugo did very good work. I programmed the target to be Subject A, the fellow there. So the girl will receive the package. You mean be shot with the dart gun? Yes, Doctor. I'll just need you to enter your security clearance code. Right. Clearance confirmed. Target recorded. Insert at any time. Care to do the honors, Brian? Well, Doctor, I... All right, give me that thing. What are you doing with that? Keep away from me! Hey! You heard her. She said keep away. It's all right. I'm not going to hurt you. I... I said stay away from her! Please! I'm so confused! If someone would just tell me what is going... Protocol 2K421 activated. What did you do to her? Target acquired. Executing protocol. Hey! Hey, what are you doing? No! I thought we were friends! All targets eliminated. End program. Protocol 3SD24 initiated. What's happening, sir? It's a self-destruct program. She's stopping her own heart. Speech requested by Julius Kavanaugh. Mr. Kavanaugh is calling on the intercom, sir. Patch it through. Stanley, how did our little test go? Sir, it went perfectly. All protocols were executed exactly as written. Stanley, that's the best news I've heard all day. Excellent work. I want final schematics transmitted to me immediately. Transmitting now, sir. I know this was a difficult assignment, Stanley. That's why I gave it to you. Because I know I can always count on you. On behalf of the entire human race, let me say thank you, Stanley. Thank you for everything. Now go see your horror out on the sixth spoke, Stanley. That ought to cheer you up. End of transmission. Neon Sun, Episode 10 Was written and produced by Ben Falstein 
Voices performed by Shelley Hamilton, Fred Potter, Jacob Sampson, Dominic Murphy, Elizabeth Marrow, Jennifer Morse, Dylan Bean, David Schul, Dylan Latimer, Anne Beardsley, Jason Veseltier, Peter DeZoza, Robert Mason, and Ben Folstein. Neon Sun was developed from a concept by Julian Rowe. Tune in for episode 11, in which an exodus will commence.